love for podcasting oh that's uh <laughs> have we started recording is this like the real thing yeah oh no this yeah. is been no baby we'll see no don't even worry about it we'll see um what inspired uh that's a big question i think you know it's like those little seeds that you plant but you're not really aware that you're planting small seeds along your journey right and i think my journey into podcasting was just a very interesting and unique one in that i i did audio things before right like i was a voice over artist so to speak and but i did that before i even went to university like i was hired for a short while um and I did that in this country actually. I was hired for a short while. I did the project, finished it, and then I think seeds were just planted over there. And I'm a storyteller and I love storytelling. Like I grew up in the theater. Um loved performance and things like that. So um from there I went to college, but also I just didn't think much of it and then I took a documentary studies class. But also even then I focused mostly on audio storytelling, right? Audio documentaries type of situation. And even then I didn't think of podcasting, but I was in a phase where I was really into podcasts, like I listened to a lot of podcasts. And then um I got I had like an existential crisis. I was just having a tough time uh being at school and everything that was happening around me. And I there was a podcast that I really enjoyed listening to at that time and I'd listen to it at work because I used to um work while at school. And um I worked in the library and I used to some of my tasks were like putting back books on the shelves and things like that. So I used to listen to podcasts while I was doing those mundane kind of tasks. Um either listen to podcasts or music. But I listened to a podcast called From Her Own Lips and I really loved it. I loved the dynamic and it was like six women who were from different parts of the world but they met each other doing their master's degree in the UK and they became friends and they were like, "Oh, let's do a podcast." And then it was more like feminist kind of dialogues around that. And I was like, "Oh, this is cool." And I loved it. I loved the energy. And I think I texted one of my friends during a time where I was just like down and out. And she was studying in the UK at the time and I was like, "Yo, dude, I think we need a podcast." And I thought she was just going to be like, "Yo, say what the hell are you saying? What what are you talking about? Why would we speak on a podcast?" But she was keen when I told her like what I would want our podcast to be about and it was basically um called social experiment and um it was just about the lived experiences and realities of being an african student abroad right and all those challenges that you face and i came to this idea because i was going through a lot of like an identity crisis and just finding myself in foreign lands and trying to navigate that and i was like oh my word i feel like i'm drowning and i realized that there were not a lot of spaces for us to kind of speak about what it is that we were going through and i'd have those little moments with individual friends right but then um at my friend's graduation dinner one time um they were asked about their highlights and challenges right to name like what they found challenging in those four years while getting their degree and 
um, most of them, I realized that all the things that they spoke about were things that I was feeling and I was kind of going through. And I was like, guys, we actually don't talk, hey? Because here I am thinking I'm going through shit alone, but realizing that you guys went through that shit as well and you kind of overcame it. So like, why are we not sharing knowledge, right, in that sense? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's how I got into podcasting. And then it was just like putting my friends in a room and just discussing random things, um, whatever we decided to talk about on that particular episode or whatever. And then it grew from there and all of a sudden someone else is paying me to produce their podcast and I was like, what the hell is going on? How are you paying me? Like, I'm a self-taught person. I don't know what it is I'm doing. But then, yeah, I grew from there and I guess the more things I did, the more my confidence grew on that platform. Um, so, yeah, which is pretty cool. That was a, such a long backstory. I oh, but so that was sorry. great. <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> The whole, time, nice. the whole time when I'm listening, I'm being like, ah, she's the one boy we must get. Ne? Let's go get this back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was no, really definitely. long. I felt like I was talking for ages. I am so sorry. <laughs> yeah, but, but one thing enough, about me, yeah. one thing about me, I'm the type of friend who sends 10-minute voice notes. Like, I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> I I really can talk. So sometimes you just have to, like, stop me and be like, see a world pause. No, no, but no that's okay. That's like, a cool I, backstory. Yeah, even even like as you as we're listening. In fact, as you're talking, I I never felt the need to try and stop you because I was just in the story. Mm, yeah, like that's good the storytelling yeah, like, of it. Good storytelling. Yeah, it, it like goes back to it goes back to like the story itself that you realize that you're pretty good at this. I mean, after a while, but you notice that oh, I, I actually have a knack for this. I can't don't, do don't gas me up. Don't no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, talk about guessing um, you up. We that's why it was important um also just besides you being a good storyteller to have your on hey. Because for our podcast, we pretty not structured. I don't know if uh podcasts are supposed to be structured even. It's a conversation me and Six were having the other day. Um, you know, some episodes we feel like okay, yes, we did make these points a bit too well and then some episodes we feel like hey those are great topics but we're all over we're all place. over the place no, yeah I, I remember having a conversation with you before we got back and you said to me hey your first 20 episodes are probably gonna be shit that's just the, the truth yeah <laughs> but i just maybe not shit i was just like they probably will not be your best work like of course like we knew that from the jump that maybe the first 20, 30 aren't going to be as great. We just knew yeah. that mm, at some point we're going to get into our stride and it's going to start making sense. And, yeah. And you know what the problem is, Sia, when you're also like a podcast fan yourself. <laughs> so when you listen um, from a consumer with consumer ears, now you feel like, oh my God, I'd cringe if I was a listener just having to listen to this product now. You know what? I, I say yes and no. I agree with that, but I don't, right? Um, I think we have a tendency to self-critique too much, like when it's your own personal work, right? Because mm-hmm. you want you you want to release the best kind of work, right? But I think there is an audience for every little thing that you do. Um, as much as you're like, I probably wouldn't listen to this and enjoy it, someone out there would listen to it and enjoy it. 
there's an audience for anything even like on the structured thing like being all over the place yeah sure some some podcasts have proper structure where you can be like okay this is the intro okay this is the middle part okay this is the main point okay this is the conclusion right and they are good at that and that's their thing but not every i think it goes with personality as well like not every podcast should sound the same like it should be an extension of who you are and if you're somebody who <laughs> like has like all over the place no maybe maybe like if you're just someone who has a lot of thoughts and a lot of topics that they want to tie together like do that like being a creative is about freedom and you shouldn't feel like you must stick to a certain structure and yeah just be free and do you and there will always be an audience like that's one thing i can tell you for free there's an audience for anything that you do and anything that you put out into the world and also like when you're putting out episodes not all your listeners will not resonate with everything that you have to say right they will look at the title they're like ah and the description they're like ah i'm probably not at a, a space in my life to listen to this so even your listenership will fluctuate even in as you listen or as you put out episodes right mm-hmm. like sometimes it will be 100 people and you'll see oh this resonated with a lot of people but sometimes it'll be 20 and you're like okay probably people didn't fuck with this one like this but it doesn't mean it's shit it just means that like it hasn't reached its audience yet. So yeah, I'll just stop talking and let you guys lead the conversation. <laughs> you, know what, it'd be so cra- you know what's so crazy this year? It, it'd be the episodes where you guys feel like, uh, uh, we can do better. And yeah. they like that one. And then the and one like, where we're yeah. like, yo, boy, we murdered like, it, my nigga. Great day in the office. People it just be so low in the numbers. You're like, damn. People, people, don't levit- don't, people don't levitate to the ones where we feel like, you know what, this one was fine. But... It's so crazy. The, the audience is wild. Yeah. I agree yeah, with you. Yeah, but that's the beauty of it, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah, it is. true. But, I mean, uh, no lie. No lie. It's a little frustrating, though. It's a little frustrating. You word. Cause, cause sometimes, cause, cause sometimes even as him, uh, me as Buddha has this thing where immediately when we're done recording, of course we call each other, and and most sometimes we don't even talk about what just happened, but every single, but every time we have one of those episodes, we call each other. Yo, man, nigga, that was great. Shout out. And then, and then when when it comes down to it, because we we don't like to check analytics a lot either, but yeah. whenever we do, we find out that oh damn, people actually didn't like the one where we were like oh yeah, this is the one, buddy. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, but then, but then, in my mind, and and what and what's Buddha um, continuously reminds me about is that um, it's great to have it all out because someone's gonna start somewhere and yeah. then like that and move back, go back, yeah, yeah, definitely. So like that always just, I think that's my that's what makes me feel okay about people not moving towards it because I know at some point someone's gonna go back and say, oh yeah, you're not. This one, yeah, that's the one, buddy. That's exactly yeah. how I feel too. And that's and true. and you know the problem with analytics, you can just never understand these people. Okay? Like even with social media, see, right? You're a content creator. I'm very <sighs> me and Sakes are both not people that are out there like that. Even like with the social media game, it's kind of pushed by the podcast, right? Yeah. So you you try to um, you know promote in whatever way. <laughs> and the one uh, the one post or whatever for that episode that's the lowest 
you'll find it's the highest in listenership. That's why I hate being independent and you because you have to mind all these things, right? You don't really care about the analytics, but I gotta know what's happening for the sake of knowing. You'd be yeah, stupid you have to. If you also, like for the, the sake of your, also for the sake of your content, because you have to yes. understand the type of topics that people that like, relate to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you know, sometimes we'll be doing that, and you're like, wait, wait. On social media, you guys didn't like this, but the listenership is so high. What's happening? And then the one that's like the most, it's low. Jesus, they'd be so frustrating. Or maybe now you're thinking the graphics, oh, maybe they were just not um, up to standard. Or maybe the title wasn't up to standard for this one. But as soon as but they got to crazy listening, thing. they understood. Yeah, it's the crazy thing. All I ever wanted to do was talk to my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and kick it. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm already running a network just doing it myself. It's cool though. I think I I find all the different aspects of it very fascinating. Um, I, yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. I know I sound like I'm I'm I'm, I'm bitching about it, but not in any way. I'd not have it any other way. Any um, other way. Any other way. And trust and me. And we've tried it. And we've tried it a couple of other ways. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a couple other ways thanks you stupid oh my god this guy see have you have you worked with uh friends in like business before um yeah i think when i started my podcasting journey it was with friends we were just kicking it as friends um still with friends we just took a long production break because obviously a lot of things changed just in life um i moved back home we were back in college when we started doing this thing so we were together in the same space and recording was easier um i moved across the world and back home and you know life is happening for all of us and just transitioning graduating finding jobs you know moving places trying to find balance in life so that kind of like took the podcast kind of just took a backseat we're like okay let's figure ourselves like mental health was down bad so yeah i want to ask you real quick now since since this is something that you started with your friends i imagine um me and Spura do this um, yeah. If you're friends with someone and you're going into business with them, particularly this one where we need to sit down and we talk and we share our thoughts on a public yeah. platform, um, we kind of need to be in each other's lives. So we need to know what, what's really going on in each other. So we need to have a relationship outside of work, right? Yeah. Now, um, with you having moved back home, did the relationship outside of work change in as much as you, you guys can no longer see each other physically but did it change and did that change if it happened did it affect the pod um okay so here's the thing like i think we never really saw it as a business or going into business it was yeah. just a hobby like we started it <laughs> yeah, and we didn't even think mm. that people would listen or like, like the name says it was a social experiment. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. Um, right. And we didn't even know if it was going to be a thing and for how long we were doing this. Was it temporary? What was the deal, right? We just kind of enjoyed gathering um, and meeting up and 
discussing stuff right we thought our conversations were lit so we were like okay let's share them with the world um but it wasn't something that was very like business structured right Mm. um and then so yeah so with the move and everything so our relationship was good um but i did have a fallout with one of my friends who i was doing the podcast with but they obviously are not part of the podcast anymore but (laughs) um (laughs) with everybody else well we stopped being friends so like they're not so yeah you can't um, can't, we can't do that we can't can't do that can't do that um Country yeah but also because you guys are seeing it as a business right you have an idea of where you want to take it and grow it and all these type of things we were not necessarily focused on those things um mm-hmm. and it was more so a hobby than anything it was just a fun time situation but it was it still is something that we are in continuous conversations with like with the other friend of mine um who is still a part of this journey um and it's well in constant communication about it and we're like okay like we need to like actually set a schedule and record and we do like plans on what we want to take we want our content to be because also when we started like i said it was a thing of like we were sharing experiences of studying abroad right and at that point in time we're still students we're not students anymore um what's how's the content gonna be now yeah the main thing that was bringing us together for the sake of this podcast is no longer a thing so now but we have to be so fascinating for your audience that's gonna be so fascinating to change yeah, they're like growing they're with us yeah <laughs> they're, they're, they're waiting for that content because um that's the, that's also the the beauty of podcasting they're gonna grow with you they see yeah they see flows in you week in and week out in different topics. You know, your stance may change this week than it was last week, maybe because I was a bit emotional. I hadn't gotten um, all the information before saying something. Damn. Yeah. Love this. Really cool. I love this job, man. Um, but then yeah. the problems here, as you said, if you start seeing it as a business, it comes with expectations, right? And yeah expectations when everybody ideally is not just um getting money from this one project things can get a little bit problematic and usually when that happens fallouts really happen because you know if if it's my thing i feel a bit more emotional about it yeah and that's what happens when people get into business with friends um hey let's do let's plant potatoes and me Doing potatoes or getting into agriculture—it's always been a dream of mine, right? I grew up in Sakes. Sakes oh. only gets into this because ah, okay, he just wants to get into it, or because he's my friend. And then now yeah. we get into business. There's expectation, Sakes. I expect you to do A, B, C, so that we get E, F, G. And then Sakes does not do it, or Sakes does it 30 minutes late. But 30 minutes late affects our bigger uh, goal that we yeah. have how do you then deal with that or have you ever dealt with a situation have you ever faced a situation that's like that in Ooh, creative a... yeah where one person held you up and everything got held up um that's a really good question because I think I wouldn't say yes fully because obviously 
what we were doing for this podcast it was a thing of like okay we have lives outside of this so we didn't like kind of expect full commitment from each other which is why we were even able to take such a long break right and we're like okay life is in the way right now and I think when you guys see it as a business there's those expectations that you have to prioritize showing up on these times right to record on time so that we produce the best quality work and put it out to the world because we're trying to grow this thing and we're trying to like move our content forward right um in a more professional way like whatever professional means but um for us it was a thing of like no we were just having fun so we the big expectations is like if we have planned to record on a saturday and then i get like my mood is just not in it on that day i can be like yo bro like i i just genuinely i'm not feeling it today and there's no there's no big oh damn we really needed to do this today right mm-hmm. but it's like okay cool we can chill and we can record it tomorrow or next week like it's fine we're more flexible that yeah. way and it's like a yeah. lot of things are happening in our lives right now and i would like to do the podcast i would like for us to discuss ideas and things like that but we also understand that like we can't do that right now because so many things require our attention okay that makes that makes all the sense in the world because if we're doing this because um there's money involved we might have booked a studio um and if you just wake up see and you're not feeling it <laughs> not feel like, what are we supposed to do now already. yeah i think to be I, i think that would i think that would really um yeah that would fuck with me to be honest because oh you should just leave Yeah, cousin Bonnie go to say for like those two minutes she was Ah, there you go. I'm back. Sorry. I think my internet cut for a second. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. But as I was saying, right? I think um I'm weary about going into business with friends because of these things. I, I mm-hmm. think I think what I've picked up on going into business that with his friends is sometimes Huh? Anyway, sometimes sometimes you find yourself um needing to understand things that you shouldn't understand um but because you guys are friends you have to understand like i have to understand that my nigga is just not in the mood so you know what we ain't doing it but it's like as business is, partners that doesn't that doesn't cut it yeah that doesn't cut it at all yeah. i i need a legitimate reason and and the simple fact that we're friends like sometimes it's wild to me that my, yeah we're friends but you think giving me that excuse is okay you think just telling me that you don't feel like doing it is fine like you see that i i that's what this money wait wait <laughs> wait <laughs> maybe that was a bad example <laughs> really <laughs> maybe that i'm not no but it is a valid it is a no, valid it is a valid a break, uh, right? reason though You know, podcasting is a filling thing at the end of the day. I I could wake up today and I feel like ah, I don't want to talk to people. That's true. And that's a valid reason to not want to pod, but on the flip side, if I paid if we paid for studio time and you just wake up and you feel like you don't want to do like, it. No. No, we have buddy. a problem. That's not how it works. That's not okay, how it works. Yeah. Yeah. 
but if we're just doing this out of out of you know we're just chilling then uh, uh, fine fine it, but to be honest with you even if we were just chilling and 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 all of that i think i still have a problem with it maybe not as big or maybe not as big but i still just have it like yo bro like really i think it's a respect thing as well it just goes down to respecting my time as an individual mm-hmm. it's like if we set aside time this like... time to do this you should show up to it like it's like yeah. but also that's the thing right when you guys like say your podcast is a business venture then those businessy things come into play right that you have to show up on time just like you would for any other job you have to treat it like a proper job right as much as you don't see a return on your investment as of yet but you have for like to, 10 years <laughs> yeah but, but you but, have to show up yeah yeah you do very same Cause, way cause, you would yeah i think to me it, it makes sense I, I, personally me i treat it as both I treated as a business but I also treated it as a thing um as like I'm just kicking it with my nigga because mm-hmm. I think if I treat it as a business I might not yeah it might be too businessy and because because I think that for us to be able to give a proper product on the pod me and my nigga have to have chemistry and I need to talk to my friend other than needing to talk to him about the business part of the pod so I think it yeah I'm I'm I'm, I'm on both I'm on both. I think it's okay. a good balance. At the end of the day, we must never lose um, the real reason why we do this. It's not we don't do it because of business. We don't do it of whatever. The why must never be lost in the business. Word. That's very important. But unfortunately, um, if we want to move something, the reality is there's got to be timelines and goals that are set, and there's got to be rules that are followed. Yeah. And there have to be repercussions and consequences that are that are properly laid out if certain things are not um if certain things don't happen at the time that we scheduled it to happen. Like yo, has it has it ever okay now, but you just explained that you guys just did it it was like a hobby. So you guys never came up with the schedule and none of that. Um we did okay. have a schedule like we would record so like our episodes were like every second week. So mm-hmm. we did two episodes a month and um we would record like on either on oh yeah on Saturday afternoons and then would meet for like mm-hmm. content planning on like Wednesday sometime when we were all free in between classes and stuff like that um and we would just discuss our topic for the next recording so yeah we did have a schedule but for the most part it was very casual someone you know I love that that's always dope that chemistry that that's the one that will get the listeners because at the end of the day they don't really listen for the business things and if you guys yeah. are spending too much time on the business the chemistry gets affected yeah and most of our reviews like i guess like when we first started it was just like people were like we feel like we're listening to com- listening in to a conversation with friends who enjoy each other's mm. company because yeah. we would laugh and yes. giggle and even if we're talking about serious things we were always very like playful and things like that so that was fun like I think and that's, what, and that's that, the, and, yeah and that's really and why we that, all love podcasting yeah and being in the same space I would say adds to that chemistry because the minute we were all separated it just became like obviously the the energy changed and that was because now we're recording it virtually and you know you can't bounce like off 
from Ish. each other. It's just um, that much harder Ish. to get the energy out when you're recording things virtually. I have to say. With us, do you think mm-hmm. that there is a... I know we didn't do this often before I left, but do you think that there's 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 see what she what let's see is talking about do you think that happened yeah. with us 1000% okay explain because to be fairly honest with you i think i i think i talk to you so often that yes i'm far away but it doesn't feel like i'm far away Okay, cool. You make a point, but the bigger point, see us making it makes all the sense. You there and I'm here. Yes, we do talk. Yes, we friends. Uh, but it's it's different, dog. I don't know. It, it is really different, is different because we're also in different vibes, right? Like when we were recording together, we'd all be here. There's a bottle of wine. We're all, you know, we're all taking sips. It's all nice. Yeah. It's all vibey. But now, I think also for us, it was because of the time difference as well. Like when we're recording, my co-host, it's morning time. She just woke up. For me, it's the evening. I'm about to go to sleep. Energies are at different spaces at that point in time. Like mm. just like any other human, you know, like she's starting her day. I'm ending my day at this point. And I'm like, oh, maybe let me have a glass of wine while we're recording. She's having a cup of coffee trying to wake up, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, 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 yeah, like the schedules are just <laughs> all the way off. Yeah, so, I don't understand I'm, you niggas that do distance relationships, long distance relationships. Fully, fully. Uh, how? Yeah, how do you join up with a person? How do you join up with a person like that? Oh, Venice, yeah, when you when you moved um, overseas. Don't ask me a question. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's all great. Did you, did you, like, you don't have to be direct. What? She's like, oh my word. What like, is going on? Where is this TMZ? What is going on? I'm pulling up my tea on you. Fam, when you left, was there, was there like a significant other that you were, you know? Talking that to I was with, with while I was yeah. there. Yeah. Nah, nah. Okay, nah. so then you never tried okay, so it in your entire. So you, have you ever been in a long distance relationship? Have you ever done that? I have. I have. Ooh, tell us about that, buddy. <laughs> what, what what do you guys want to know? That shit was hard. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I want to know. Like, that's How long was it? Um, you know what the issue was? I think, <laughs> you guys, what's happening? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just um, we swear to you, our up, listenership man. is not that huge, eh? Just us. I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping your audience doesn't know me, so they can't put two together. No, no, don't worry. Nah, they really don't. Don't worry, don't worry. Like, we, were checking, we were checking. Gen- we were checking. We were checking our analytics. Was talking about. We, we, we're now, checking and, our and, analytics, and, you know, and, there's, and there's people in nowhere <laughs> that listen to us. They don't know who we are. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Say this, and then you it. guys have like a thousand streams. Yo, nah. this country is small, Joe. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, nah. We, we. It's not. It's not even too much. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. We're very low on the chats. <laughs> Don't worry about it, sweetheart. It's cool. It's cool. Um, you can yeah, smell the no. tea. 
not the tea towel, but like um, <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Um, I think it was like we were together for like almost a a little over a year and a half, ne? And for a year, we were in the same space for most of it. And then for the seven, eight months after that, it was long distance. And um, it was challenging, bro. Like, it was challenging. And it obviously, I think, you know what? I think long distance works, ne? If both people are willing to put in the same amount of effort into making it work. (laughs) I think... Yeah, the problem comes up when um, one person is pulling the weight. Good see, your boy relationship is on the back of sea now. Don't test nature. It is not normal. (laughs) (laughs) It is never been normal. It's not normal. It's not vibe. You know what? I would even do long distance again. I would just have. Really? Yes, I would do it. I really would. Because with the matutalangwan. Oh, so I have to okay. look elsewhere. Oh, yes, thanks. I didn't tell you this. Here's a man pressure. Okay, we're 40 minutes in. Let me introduce the podcast. No, but I hate that. Okay, wait, wait, wait. yeah, before we get into that, one, just real quick. Yes, let me introduce. My name is Busiso Lamiki. Those that know me call me the Pan Addict. Welcome to yet another interesting episode of the Open Ed Podcast. I'm never alone. I'm with my boy Sakes. What do you do, my nigga? Yo, come back and turn it down. Daddy Chile, my G. Today we have a special guest, um, CA from the Social Experiment Podcast. Thank you once again, CA, for joining us. Um, as we told you, we're random. So, 40 minutes in, we've we've let we've decided to do that. Now, back to your story. Um, um, Why um, do you um, hate Sozyman so much? Yeah. Wait, wait. I, my, my question. Wait, before sorry. My question okay. is: Is it specifically Swaziland or men? I just yeah, I was about to say that. I just hate men in general. But oh, like, oh why? You know. Why? Because what's there to like, guys? <laughs> <laughs> What's the serious note like? What's that to like? Oh my god! See, as a man, what's there to like? What is there to like? Because you know human nature and all that shit. But like, to be quite honest, yo guys, there's nothing there. (laughs) I think. I think. You know. You know what? You know what? This. 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 I think you've. I don't know any of the niggas you've dealt with, and I ain't trying to, you know, fuck, fuck their shit don't, up. Don't don't old men. I think me, I think please. you've I think you've I think you've been dealing no. with some corny niggas. Mmm. That you've says something about your niggas. taste, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> okay. Not you guys blaming. No, 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 no. Not even. Your taste not has even, something. No. Your taste says something about you, ma'am. <laughs> See, you no, chose no, all you know those what the that, the that you now decide. Exactly, you chose nah, all those. Nah, nah, nah. This is the, it has nothing to do with my taste ever because I'm not speaking on in like a romantic sense, right? Um, I'm just speaking in general life. Like, 
even whoa, in like whoa, whoa, family. Life. I see that I just see people even family because when I feel like I like men, even the ones in my family. Listen, no, I don't hate men. I'm dating, guys. I hate men. In general, in general, in general, all shapes, races, and ages. Fair. Okay, it's but not go about on, dating go on. or whatever. It's just about life. Yeah, why are you men bashing, bro? Because you deserve it. Like I just no, feel like don't. I wanna, I wanna. There's I wanna, young I wanna, men like us who are accountable and who want to make the world a better place. No, those are the ones especially for you, especially for you, queen. What do you mean? <laughs> those are the ones you must what run away from. You must you know, run away from the people. Want. You must run away why? from the ones that make your life better. You know, once gents call themselves good guys, ah, run, please, just ah, run because they will. On. No, a self a self proclaimed good guy is a bad guy. <laughs> okay, no, but no way, so, so, so I'm not supposed to say what type of guy I am. Okay, wait. So if you ask me what type of guy, no, I am, why are you why are you saying what type of guy you are? Like no one cares. Okay, let's just say you ask me. Let's just say you ask me what type of guy I am. Am I not supposed to say? I would never ask because, you that, to be quite honest, because I know you'd lie. Ask... <laughs> no one would say actually. No one you would really say actually. You know nigga, what? Man. I am you a murderer. Just... No one would admit to that shit. No one would say, you know what? I kill people in their sleep and I chop off their hands, or whatever. <laughs> Everyone would be like, you know what? I am the saint in the room. I'm the person you can call, you, you can you depend watch, on. Watch, um, let me cut you there. Do you watch Murder Docs? No. Okay, cool. Do you like horror movies? No. I do when I'm with company, like when I'm with people. I think they, I, I wouldn't watch it alone. That's creepy. Yeah, I stopped doing that too. Yeah. But yo, back on this, back on this. Just ex- just ex- explain. I just want you to go into a few details about what it is about my gender that you really just don't fuck with and why. I was I about to say think- if you if you're a person that like murder dogs, you would have already <laughs> attempted to kick a nigga. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go to the extent of killing because I think I would be branding myself as the person that I hate, you know? Because I, I just genuinely hate men because they're the problem they're the root of all problems. Oh in my terms God. of the whole no, 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 no. But like, can you women take some responsibility? No no no. But 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 on a serious note, right? This is stemming from the fact that I I maybe not even like hate men i'm just terrified of men i think men are very scary especially in our day and age especially where we live um it's not safe for us as women anywhere the minute you step outside your door even hell like in your house it's not safe like even with some of the men in our families shit ain't safe so um i think i just say i hate men just for banter but like the real thing is that i'm scared of men and i think we all are just as women as marginalized groups like we're just terrified of men um because of all the shit that we see and encounter every day in the hands of men like as much as even fathers your father your brother your cousin your lover can just 
kill you if they want to, right? And there's no necessarily any repercussions for that type of thing, especially in our country. You can murder someone, you can rape someone, and you get away with all that shit. So it's more, I am terrified of men, and I hate them for the things that they put us through. And this is not like on a personal, oh, this is this man has done this and that and that to me personally because I I don't think people have done evil things to me it's just like the world we live in is True. for men and it and is it's tough terrifying to exist. For you. yeah it, mm. it's so hard to exist in such a world right now so yeah okay uh, yeah, but listen I completely understand what you're saying and I'm not going to disagree with you I actually think you're right um, but I will say that me and my nigga, we cool. <laughs> I, I can't say that for sure. I can't yeah, say yeah, that for sure. I don't know you guys. We just met on this freaking podcast. I don't know you guys. And oh my god. Listen, listen. Even if I did know you guys, I don't know your experiences with other people, especially with True. other women. So I would never vouch for you. Don't know what you niggas do. Okay, but then, okay, but okay, but but then does this become a thing of do you trust anyone? Fuck the That's fact a man. That it's a man. No, 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 no. Fuck yeah. the fact that it's, it's a man. Do you just trust anyone? Because if you're saying and that, not a, and because not you don't know us, because you don't know us, honest, transparent. Yeah, honestly, like, uh, do you just of trust anyone? Like, are you guys now no? asking if I have trust issues? No, 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 no. no. I'm not asking if you. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe I am. But like, what I'm saying is because because you're saying that um, with men, you you because you're saying with us. We just met. You don't know how we deal with other people. You don't know our past experiences. Fine. But mm-hmm. now, let's just say it's another woman. And this, this is exactly how you guys met. Um, would you trust them? Yeah, for sure. Oh, what? Yeah. I'm fully a girl's girl. Oh, I, hey, man. I, I'm Shout out for owning that. I didn't <laughs> I'm a girl's girl. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think you were gonna. I didn't think you were gonna own that. But shout out. No, uh, I, I. I'm not ashamed. I trust. I trust my ladies. I. Oh, I wouldn't man. have. You know what? I wouldn't have a reason for them. For women that I encounter, they would have to do something to make me not trust them. Uh, but for men, they would have to do something to make me trust them. Like I'm yeah. very critical so like, of men so like from I'm, the jump. I'm I'm guilty already. And I yeah, until you prove your innocence. Yeah, that I'm innocent. Damn, yeah. Man. Hey man, it's an uphill and it's the hey, never, never get much either. If you ever try to get it, see a man, it's it's gonna be hard, buddy. It's gonna be you need to do some shit. <laughs> it, she already does not trust shit. your ass. She nigga. really doesn't trust you, bruh. You understand? It won't God, be yeah. easy, Shame. And and you know and you know what the problem is like, now that CS is this, that's why it's so hard sometimes having certain conversations with women, right? Because it's like yo, you already have a certain standard about about me that's wrong. I'm not one of them dudes. I'm really just, I really just want to have a conversation with you. I really respect boundaries. I respect people, and I love women. I'm for the girls. But here's the thing: people can only understand from their viewpoint. So it doesn't matter what you could say, fam. We could sit here and try to convince her that we are part of the good guy gang. 
but she doesn't even think that a good guy gang exists. Exactly. So, so like, what? I like, love that. What's the point? You, under, you guys understand me already. I love this. <laughs> like, bro. Yeah. You know, I think I think all all we could do, all we could do on our end is just portray it and hope she understands. It. And even if she doesn't, hey, buddy, it is what it is. We just you'll meet a real nigga in your life that will make you understand. That's why for me it's very important that um, for the for the girls that I have as friends um, I always say this all the time you guys are blessed having me as a friend uh, because I know for a fact that a lot of girls they like real niggas in their lives that are not trying to smash. Too so many, too many I, women. I, too I, many I, women. I know that it's, it's a responsibility for me to show you what a young man can be and show and you be honest, without trying to gain anything from you. And to be honest, I mean, mm. you, you, we know, we know, Spooder, that niggas ain't shit. We know this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We've been knowing this. But it's like, for for women... And for that women, doesn't mean we also saying, oh, sexist, yeah. I'm not. What? <laughs> Wait, what? I'm kidding, nigga. <laughs> but like, I think it. I think a lot. But here's the thing. How, how do how do women even try and identify the guy that's genuinely trying to just be the friend? Because they don't need to. That's what I'm talking about. Things they don't need to. You can just show them. That's what I yeah, mean. But, I'll just yeah, be around your life and do things, and you will notice man, what a man can but here's, do. But here's the thing, bro. If we're if we're being honest with each other here, niggas will play that long game. That's niggas, true. Niggas will play that long game. He will act like yeah, he's the one. Until one day when you're super vulnerable and you slip up, and that's when he's trying to catch you. But you're talking about fuck niggas. Six. True. true. I'm talking about the real niggas. And then you guys will be friends for years. And then you hear one time, yeah, well, why haven't we gone together? Because they're uh, yeah. And you're like, man, you're this is why I don't even befriend guys like that. Like, truly, no ways. Oh, you don't have any guy friends? You don't have any guy okay. friends? Okay, no, she's definitely not one of one of one of the girls um, that, that we always hear saying. Yeah, I'd rather be I hang out with guys because girls have too much drama and all of that. Other I would things. never yeah, say that ever. Opposite. I would never say that. Nanga Patia Mandela, please. I just wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you think I have wild? You think Sex thinks I have wild phrases? Now this one, buddy. <laughs> you guys don't know. <laughs> I think Zahara said this. And Zahara's my girl. I love Zahara. Oh, oh yeah, I love funny. Zahara too. Nah, Zahara's the queen. Oh, shit, that was funny. Yeah, no. And stop I judging have, people, I'm you seen... ass black people. I hate Twitter. I love Twitter. I live on Twitter. Um, I hate the they bashing Zahara though. What do they say about Zahara? Why do I feel like you're about to say it's probably men? <laughs> you know what? The root of all evil is men. Ah, okay, of course it is. Men. <sighs> Anyways, see ya. Um, when you moved 
So the period of varsity is also very tricky because you're growing yourself and finding yourself, right? Yeah. Um, what, what were the challenges that you faced being in a foreign country and then now you're getting to learn you, to be independent for the first time? You're not under somebody's shelter. You're not under somebody's rules anymore. You can do whatever you want, but there's a bottom line of how you're here, but you're still growing. What were the, yeah. like, the most difficult things you faced? And also just... Add on that. How was the culture shock with you? Okay, wait, wait, sorry. Before, can I can I just simplify a part of this question? Um, did you have a lot of freedom before you left home? Um. Okay, freedom is a, a tricky one. So I will answer. Yeah. So I went to boarding school. So I basically technically moved out of home when I was thirteen, right? And you could say that was like a sense of freedom because I was no longer in the eyes of parents and family and things like that. And I had that kind of independence where um, I had to kind of learn how to take care of my own little pocket money and make sure that, you know, it lasts me the entire month until I get more money from home and things like that, right? Um, But also just... navigating going out like i think yeah i started going out very early like don't recommend but it was a good time um and just <laughs> just nah, going too. out and making decisions for yourself and things like that and just enjoying um boarding school life high school life i guess and so i would say that's when i kind of started to have a bit of independence and kind of just figuring out what it is that i like to do and you know doing all the things that we probably shouldn't have been doing but we did anyway as teenagers and things like that so that was fun okay so you had a bit of freedom it's not like you're one of those um, kids who were kept, like, locked, who are kept, who are up kept in the house. you know that follow a certain set of rules and now they're in a in a different continent they can do whatever the fuck they want and now yeah, they're going no crazy. one who's gonna yeah and then they go crazy normally to their detriment so that never happened with you no i think so i was i i had a very strict mom right i was raised by the, like a very strict mom but my mom's biggest thing was honesty and she always wanted to know because her big thing was like what if something happens wherever you at and you didn't actually ask me for permission and you didn't tell me and all this type of thing so she always wanted to know but obviously i didn't tell her everything obviously um but i had no, i'm, I'm, I could a, I'm ask. a tom today I could ask you to go to places like, <laughs> like I said, I'm at Tom's. I, would you tell mom that hey, I'm at Tom's today or Charles? Who, who's uh, the white please. nigga you dated whilst you over this year? Be honest I with do, me. I, uh, please respect. Uh, not even just wait. <laughs> but you but, were there, <laughs> wait. <laughs> no, right can we go I back? The, let me finish answering the previous question. <laughs> But, like, I, I started even going to, like, I think my first bushfire was, like, I was probably, like, 14. And um, I would, after that, I went to bushfire every single year. And my mom kind of was, like, expecting for me to go to bushfire every single year once I started going. So I had, I think I did have a level of freedom before then. And I would, I was given the opportunity to go see things and do stuff and go on trips and all of this 
right and go visit some friends and all that type of stuff Okay. So at least you're not you're not kept um, caged because that's also another thing that happens with girls yes, yeah, um, especially Joburg. You know, Joburg can be a major culture shock for 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 a kid that's grown up in in Swaziland, high school life. They've been kept protected, and now all of a Sunday, they wake up early. Yeah, I I think for me, by the time I went to uni, I had done a whole lot of partying i had done mm-hmm. a whole lot of crazy wild nights weekends type of situations um so i had kind of gotten that out of my system also just um also i was how old was i when i left the country i was 20 right and when i started my first year um so by that time i was going into college and American kids go to college when they're like 16, 17, which was just wild. Mm-hmm. So I, we were like part of the old squad already. And all the things then that we were doing. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the things that <laughs> were happening in first year. Like, and so the type of shit I was doing in high school. So I, I don't think my first year was crazy and wild in the sense of like partying and things like that because I kind of had like previous experience with that so I was more on the low-key chilled side of things I think and also most of my friends were kind of ahead of me um I made older friends um also because I was old when I got there uh so yeah and in terms of like culture shock that was definitely there guys I think as much as we are aware of like American culture and things like that <clears throat> I don't think like the movies and TV and music do it all justice right um, I was at a predominantly white school so which means it's just majority white people and majority white Americans um and that was wild. It was such a wild experience. And at times I was like the only black kid in the class. But also, you're not just the only black kid. You're the black African kid with a weird ass accent um, that people have to ask you. Even your name, they can't pronounce. And they constantly have to ask you, oh, so which part of Switzerland are you from? And I'm like, nah, bro. Like, I'm from <laughs> Yeah, I, you know? I, get that, I get that too. Every time they ask me where I'm from, <laughs> tell them, so, oh, Switzerland, that's fam no no yeah so i think that was like challenging in that sense and just i felt very um i think the biggest thing for me was that like i am an introvert (laughs) who talks Uh, a lot but (laughs) um, i think that's actually pretty common now um and just I became very aware of my skin and my identities in a way that had never happened to me before. And then that was kind of like the biggest culture shock. Like I became very much aware of my blackness um, and my Africanness and my foreignness and everything. Mm. No being um, queen. Mm. And please, not being <laughs> queen. <laughs> um, and by becoming that aware of my existence I wanted to shrink myself even more right to kind of like disappear in the shadows type of situation because I just felt like my presence was very loud 
and inviting of questions that I didn't feel like answering every day. So I kind of just became quiet, funny enough. Like, I remember I had, like, instances, like, I never used to speak in class. Shocking. Um, And I never used to answer questions. I would just... I was good and my work was good and my professors were just always shocked that like CS admits really good work but she will just never answer shit in class. Like I get there, I sit down at the end of the lecture, I pack my things and I go and like our school was pretty small and everyone had the opportunity to speak and most of our classes were like um, ones where we had to engage in conversations, right? And, but I just, I would always just shrink into my little corner and I sat right at the front. So it was very weird that I was the kid who sat at the front but never said shit. Um, but also I did it. I just felt like my accent was very loud and I didn't want the, oh, sorry, could you please repeat that at the end of like answering a question because um, Jane at the back didn't hear or something or I, I pronounced something differently. So they want to hear it again um so i just became very quiet and my anxiety was just hectic um in that space and my professor one of my advisors actually called me because like we used to talk and i used to go to the office and she tried to prompt me in one of my classes that she taught that i should speak and she would be like sia do you have anything to say and i just look at her and i'm like girl don't do that just (laughs) Yeah, don't put me on blast. What the hell? Um, But like, that was just a part of my experience. Like, it was overwhelming at times. And I think that was mostly my first and my second year. And I kind of worked my way around that and grew out of it. But it was tough. It was really challenging just trying to not even fit in because I never fit in anywhere and I'm comfortable with not fitting in. But it was just, I felt very visible in ways I have never felt visible before. And that kind of overwhelmed me. Mm. Yeah. Um, Did you, were you eventually able to get over that? Oh yeah, I did. I think also like just starting a podcast kind of helped me. But also that made me visible because now I was a girl at school with a podcast and kind of and talking about a lot of them. things. Wait, but this is the hand that never talks? Yeah, this and is the hand that we never And she talks this much? Damn. She talks this much? Damn. And, but this see, what do you mean you never fit in anyway? What do you mean I never fit in? I just, I'm, I'm not the type that fits in, I think. <laughs> really? Um, That's... How? Yeah. Do you want to? Do I? No, not no. really. Oh, okay. No, she just made me think of something. Because it's one thing to not fit in and you want to fit in and then it's another to not fit in and you don't care. Yeah, it's just, it's just that you being aware of that and saying it made me think, wait, do I fit in anywhere? I don't. I don't fit in a church. <laughs> I don't fit in at the bar. Yeah, I don't fit in. Um, anyway, really, with politics, with I'm never, I'm never for group thinking. Yeah, and I just find that like my opinions are usually the unpopular ones. Yeah, true. 
yeah yeah and just i just go with my life not fitting in and i, I always think- describe that as just being misunderstood you gave it a new perspective no i think isn't that, the, isn't that almost the same thing no i don't think so no, i think not. being misunderstood means that people don't get you but people can get you and just not align with some of your views or your perspectives i, I just think they don't get me oh you think they don't get you okay yeah. me i just think i i just like we just don't align usually in all the, in most of the spaces that i have found myself in yeah i get that a lot also but I'm i cool think they it. might understand me and understand my perspectives but it's just that we just don't align hmm, okay that makes all the sense in the world but um the reality is here you talked about you having been able to experience um those things before you went there and then experiencing the culture shock in terms of uh, you being away of your blackness did you mm-hmm. become more proud of it or um did it just overwhelm you because also you know what knowledge does um you just getting knowledge of something can either overwhelm you or it can help you make better decisions um how did you take it and what could be your advice to someone who is still going to experience it who that's a big ass question oh my god i don't know if i'm going to answer this properly no uh, pressure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 um i So it was yeah just hmm, hmm. I think the question that that the thing that you said that kind of makes me a bit huh, was the way did you, did I become more proud of it right and I think pride is a very interesting thing right and in that like i wouldn't say i'm a proud swazi <laughs> um i i think i just i became uh, this is a trick one but i just in becoming aware of my blackness i think also i became more aware of like whiteness and how problematic it was and how oppressive it was and it made me resent a lot of the people that I was in the space with right um also just like also there was just a lot of rich kids and oh that was also another culture shock right it wasn't only the race thing or the foreign thing all these motherfuckers um, have money it was the guys your please people have money out there <laughs> and i want it but yeah they <laughs> right. they had it was like also the class thing right because most of the black or africans 
kids would be the ones who were working on campus. And mostly we worked because we didn't have any other means of income and we couldn't work outside college campus because our visa doesn't allow that, right? So um, we were working small campus jobs here and there and um, being aware that other kids are driving Ferraris, you know? Like they're driving cars you wouldn't even dream about. Your parents won't even dream about because that's just never an attainable reality for them um but like you are in spaces with these people and you are seeing like how low class you are and that just screams at you people are wearing designer designer bags to class and you're like damn you're like rich rich um at the end of the semester people are going on fancy yachts and holidays and things like that and you're like Damn. I'm just going back to my room to chill. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just going to be working here over the summer trying to make some money. And people are like, oh, what are you doing over the summer? See Oh my god. I'm sure you must be excited. And I'm like, nah, actually I'm not. Like nothing like I don't have anything crazy planned. But um yeah, so I think <clears throat> I didn't become proud of anything because I think pride doesn't actually translate into anything substantial like i wasn't the proud african kids and there were those that were um and i don't think it's a bad thing um to be proud or anything like to be proud of your identity but for me it just it created a whole lot of resentment and i ended up hating everything and everyone <laughs> not in like a gruesome way but like yeah that's just how do? i felt about what did you do to get over that what did you do to what get did past I do? that did you um, ever get past that this is becoming like therapy like you guys are oh, asking some real yeah, no, we'd be like that, sorry. questions over here that i i haven't even thought about and i i actually haven't reflected on my time in america because i came back at during the start of the pandemic and then I had to deal with pandemic issues, so I haven't had the time to reflect. But um, I think to get over it, I was just in, I hung out with my friends. I think my friends were really a great source of strength for me in that space. Um, Also, just I had more African friends and we kind of spoke and conversed about everything that we were kind of going through. And that made me feel in community with like-minded people and people who I didn't have to kind of over-explain my experience to because they understood it. We were all going through it, right? And it was nice to have that companionship because I think in the first two years, I was still trying to make those connections with people and we didn't actually discuss the nitty-gritty of things, right? Mm-hmm. And after that, once we started opening up more and hanging out more and having more conversations, I kind of felt less alone because I think the first two years were pretty lonely. Um, and yeah, I just felt like my experience was unique, whereas it's a shared experience. All of us kind of went through that same thing so it was easier once we started speaking up more about it and also like our podcast helped us because it kind of became part of our routine and just um speaking more i think was how i got over it so i think it's important to form a community of friends of people 
with the same kind of experiences and kind of talk through what you're going through because um yeah it's just harder to find help but it's nice when you know that you're not going through stuff alone mm. you ever get a white man no i didn't <laughs> <laughs> No, we better lighten up a bit. You did say you were feeling like now we—it's therapy. So let's lighten up. Yeah, right. I gotta lighten up a bit. Did you get a head or James? No, yeah. I did not. Or I'm a Todd, white man like a Stephen. Mm, you know, into white men like that. No. Come on, you are the, the black guy that's I'm, a podcaster. None of those, mm. none of those niggas try to, you know, dip in a little. You know, another thing. Okay, I know we're trying to lighten the mood, but also another thing that was very like wild to me was how invisible. Like, you know how I spoke about the fact that I felt like my identity was very loud and I felt very visible. Um, on the other side of things, black girls were very invisible in the space where I was at. Where like, were you at? Where is this place? <laughs> I was in the boondoo somewhere. Um I yeah, I was I was in New York State. But um I'm I'm not going to say the town because what if what if you guys become more famous and then people start hunting me down for the shit I said on this podcast. Nobody will no one will ever know. They will never know. They won't go back to the fifteen. Relax, man. We we're good. We're good. No, I was like in a very white town called Saratoga Springs, which is like in upstate New York. Um and yeah, and my school was very white. But also like black girls are so visible, invisible in those places. Like guys, boys don't even look at us. It was the wildest thing because you will think you're the hottest of the hot. But you go there and like they're not checking for you, sweetie. And it was Did just low key you want them to? No, but like you know, like being desirable is a chat, man. Like we all yeah. want to be desirable at some point in time in our lives. And <laughs> yeah, like sometimes it's not that I even want them. I just want to know, but see, you know, I can also turn some yeah, yeah, like I can turn some heads. And you didn't have that. Like you really didn't have that. Even the black guys were more interested in like the white girls, the Latina girls. And black girls were literally so sidelined. And there's a lot of conversations about this, right? And just in US colleges as a whole. It wasn't just my school because even my friends in different other schools experienced this thing whereby as a black girl, you are just invisible to anyone. The only time they want to get with you is if they have a black girl fetish and they just some white guy who's trying to fuck a, a black girl for the first time type of situation um but other than that so you wouldn't want to be someone's first no i wouldn't want to get with someone because they are fetishizing me oh yeah isn't that kind of like a okay now nah, but no no man i re- yeah so it, it it was very like so i just I don't check for I wasn't checking for white guys because they were not checking for me. Okay. No, I, I get I, I get that. I get that. I, I I have a similar experience, but it's just a tad bit different. Like at my school, the white girls aren't really checking for, 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 for us. 
Now, I don't give a fuck about us. I it might as well just be walking next to. A wall. They don't really care about nah, us. Nah, they not even, not even, not even. But when I like go to like like there was there was um, a few friends that went to another school nearby. Those yeah. white those white girls were shaking for us. Those oh my god, yeah they were there. Was the one from Yasmina boy that that have a problem? <clears throat> huh? It's the ones from Gela that have the problem. Yeah, because oddly enough, that's what I heard also from a couple of people. That like, I don't know, there's something wrong with the ones that come. Yeah, I know. Black guys at my school were fresh meat dog. Like they they were checking for them. Ooh. They would they would get invited to all the white parties because people wanted to have some cool points. Um in them because black guys are cool and all that stuff so yeah these six all these white boys be wanting to steal our swag man yeah man it be like that buddy it be like that damn bro and then they just monetize everything huh fam fam they be stealing our souls and making more money more money off of it than we do Oh yes, oh yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you talk about experiencing um, that 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 enormous amount of wealth, right? Yeah. Um, how do you feel about the knowledge disparity um, from America and like Swaziland? You've interacted with like people from there, and you've interacted um, with people from here. How do you feel about the knowledge disparity? Um, I think it's very like there's a lot to be said about the American education system in the sense that like Americans think the world revolves around them which yeah kind of does touch and go touch and go touch and go touch and go but um, so they never have to I think it's a more of a thing of like they never have to expand their knowledge about the world um, because they just never have to and everything is very like America centric and like they're just about them right um, whereas for us uh, we kind of have to learn about the world and we learn have to about be everything. about other people yeah we have to be about other people's business because also we can't be about our business um, so we kind of don't have any business <laughs> yeah we, we were forced to learn about other people and everything else that's happening out there and we're forced to be curious in a way that I think they don't they can get away with not being I don't think I won't say they don't have to be because I think we all have to be curious god damn it like just you know expand your thinking and your knowledge and always you can always learn a few things but um, they feel they don't need to and they can get away with not needing to, right? Whereas for us, you can't, you really just have to because it's more about survival because also if you want to go into business and if you want to have better opportunities, you kind of have to leave this country. And in order to leave this country, you have to expand your knowledge about other places and other things. Um, so yeah, there's that. I think that's all I can say on the education system type stuff. Okay. Really, but our education that. system is also getting trash and trash by the years. Trash. Our public 
school system hectic. And I don't know if we have that. I don't know how we have that after this pandemic. What? Yeah, we we've we had already been privileging education in this country. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. the honest truth. This country, unfortunately, if you're not blessed enough or if you're not fortunate enough um, that your parents can afford to take you out of the public system or to empower you from that public system getting into tertiary, it's crazy. Yeah. Look at our tertiary. It's a mess. It's a total mess. Like, fam. It's a mess. <sighs> it's a mess. Sometimes you don't even, under- you don't even understand. You try to understand, but you just get lost. You're like, yo, what's happening? <laughs> it's a mess. What's the plan? This country is a mess. Oh, my There's too much that can be said about the mess that we're currently in. But, um, yeah. Jesus, Mary Repton, Joseph fucked up fishing. I died when I saw that. What the hell is that? But, yo, like, I asked him this. Like, where do you get that? <laughs> he texted that to me. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, where the fuck do you get that? I asked him this. I was like, yo, bro, where do you get this? <laughs> Are you serious, guys? No, but, no, no, but, 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 but what was the one CA used? The one about Mandela? Say that one. Say that one. I'm yes, that's what I was saying. <laughs> I'm going to pick that one up. You guys think that this one, is crazy? I'm gonna the one CA said, not even on Mandela, <laughs> on Mandela's party. Not even on Mandela's party. <laughs> That is my favorite line. It's my favorite line. It's my favorite line. It's you know, first of all, I want to say that it's cool that you guys have the segment, ne? I think oh, it's pretty you. cool. But also, do you guys read these books of the week that you're always books of the week? Oh, yeah, no word. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's books yeah. of the week. Okay. Um, a book I read re- recently. Yo, yeah, but like English. A book that mm. I read recently. Uh, is um, We Need New Names by No Violet Bulawayo. Am I supposed to give like a synopsis? Yes, we want to. Oh, so we need new names uh, by No Violet Bulawayo, and she's a Zimbabwean-born um, author. And just like me, she moved to the United States at some point in her life. Uh, oh, well, for college. Sorry, what did I say at some point in her life? But she moved to the United States for college. And um, so this book is about this period the last decade in Zimbabwe remember like that period between the 2000s so um, and basically it follows these young this young girl called Darling with her friends and her family just like highlighting her life in Zimbabwe at the time and there's obviously political turmoil and unrest and it's just showcasing how they were living and they were uprooted from their homes and they have to they had to go live in the ghetto type shanty town situation and just it discusses the differences between the white man and the black people in Zimbabwe and then darling obviously at some point not obviously she leaves to go live with an aunt in the United States um, at the age of like 10 I think 
um, and then she and then the book continues to follow her life and just getting into America and experiencing America and navigating that new world and also like looking at the broken relationship that she now has with her mother who's still in Zimbabwe and also her friends that are in Zimbabwe and just her growing up in just separation from family from friends and also like political turmoil and also immigration and things like that so that's it basically okay. yeah thank you very much um it's ironic also um I, I think two weeks back i was also recommending a book um about a zim situation the zim situation it's crazy because um zim got worse hey yeah yeah and I think that's always also been my fear with Swaziland. And I've always said, you know, you, you can never expect a flower to grow in a desert, right? It's also something I noticed um, during the unrest. There's too much extremism in the country. So when you have extremists, there's no logic at the end of the day. There's no tolerance yet that is the root of democracy, right? Mm. Anyways, let's move on, guys. I don't want to get political. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. See, do you have, do you have like a, a song you like that you would recommend people to listen? What music do you listen to? Do you listen to music? I think that's a big question. Oh, see, um, wait, wait, wait. I know, I know, I know you're going to, you're going to think this is crazy. Stakes doesn't like Brent. Yeah. He's a toxic nigga that I fucks with. Oh, yeah, boy, nah. And you. that's the nigga you definitely Thank you. fucking yeah. with. See, I don't understand sex. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. This goes, this, that is definitely the type of nigga you shouldn't be fucking with. He ta- you know fat. what? No, he's a toxic uh, dude that makes good music. His, uh, yes. I say, he I says the things that we want this. to say, but we can't. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, you, oh, you, oh, you want to be saying some of the shit he wants to say, Spuda? That's what you want. Yes, nigga. But I don't have that nigga's beautiful voice. Okay. Oh, so okay. So a bunch of what he says, you agree with? Yes. So are you a toxic nigga? <laughs> no. <laughs> is, I'm he healing. Ah, he uh, bro, you just you just caught yourself, eh? You just caught yourself, buddy. <laughs> you just caught yourself. But anyway, yeah. No, I don't listen to him. Um, I've tried. I've I've given him a, a listen, man. I'm in class. I'm in class. I'm in corn. And that's fair. Yeah. Oh, you asked me for a song. You can, you can, your, your song. Um, so I'm just going to pick from, I was listening to Wizkid today. So I will say my song is Sweet One by Wizkid. Ain't nobody talk about the love tonight, yeah. Say me nobody quench this fire, yeah Say so many things that I wish tonight yeah. And I won't know if you want wait till the morning She say yes to me She tell me say she no go lie to me She tell me say she no go shock or see me yo. She tell me say she no go shock or see me That's you Money let nobody that's you Say the money they my mind but my love for you fast this life oh whoa, whoa. why not till morning no yeah whoa, 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 whoa. yeah 
Beats one, but I've listened to that whiskey project. Fun fact, ne? Mm-hmm. I make dope ass playlists. Like everyone knows that I make dope ass playlists. So, if you guys use Spotify, mm-hmm. I can share a playlist with you guys. That's that's how you would okay. know the type of music I listen to. I make really dope playlists. If oh, I, I remember, I remember, I remember the um, when we hang out, you, you, you you could um relate to a couple of songs so i yeah. think maybe we should we should we should share playlists definitely okay. we'll do I, that. i think i have great music taste uh, all right shut yeah. up, shut up. if you say so man <laughs> trust it we have to we have to trust you we don't know music i can relate to your frustration right now do you know when i have to tell people that I know my music taste is impeccable, okay? And I'm saying this because people have also said it. Even strangers have added my playlist. That's how I know because it's I like even my friends True. will add their playlist to their You know what tells me? You know what tells me that I have that that I play nice music sometimes is when someone doesn't ask me what the song is instead they Shazam it. Yes, yeah. but I hate that generation. See, yeah. don't you just hate it um, when when you when you're asking something and someone just shazams it without yeah, asking? But why do you? Okay, but and give me you why props. do you? Why do you want credit for music that isn't yours? Give me my props, nigga. Come on, okay. Give me the name, nigga. To nice music. That's your ego. Yeah, I think so too. Come on. Like why you fam you you remind you remind me of niggas back in the day um, when I was in primary when they'd get a new song that no one else has next thing they don't want to send it to anyone but come in come in music no yeah I I will tell you exactly what it is but come on man recognize all right recognize the plug is the plug alright <laughs> Um, yo, so yeah, this was this was great. Um, this was a great conversation with you. Um, How come uh, you guys don't was, tell me the books? What what books? Oh no, we don't have any books. Today. When you're when you're the guest, yeah, we we have books. So it's when the it's guest that that brings the books. Yes. Oh. When okay. we have a guest. When we have a guest. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but we can, we can we can just give you one because now you want a book. I feel like she's asking for a book now, Zix. 
She said, no, like, okay. oh, I'm not gonna read man, it. I came, man, I came to the book club. Man, I came to the book club and I, I was the, the only club. The and I was the only one who pulled out. <laughs> I, I was literally like, the did these people not understand the assignment? I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I thought. I thought this was a group project. <laughs> oh, all oh, of a sudden, oh, I'm doing all the work. See, uh, uh, yeah, PO was telling me the other day that I need to fix my Twitter because I think Twitter is such a toxic uh, place. And you were saying to me you love Twitter. How I love do you? Twitter. Think, I live on Twitter. How do you think I should approach Twitter for me to enjoy Twitter as much as you? Because I hate it there. I don't know. I think it just you either like it or you don't. I think some people genuinely just don't like it. Um, I think you shouldn't take Twitter seriously. It's we're there for laughs and giggles most of the time. I don't take social media seriously at all, but it's just a horrible place for me. Still, I don't know. I enjoy Twitter more than anything else. It's Twitter and TikTok right now that have me by the balls. Like Instagram, I don't care for. Of course. But um, I think <laughs> I don't know. I think you can curate your experience on Twitter. Ah. Uh. I, 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 I'm not on either of those things and I'm good without it yeah and there's people like you who don't give a damn about social media which is amazing I wish I could be like that but I just can't oh my um, god <laughs> how, why how did I have to bro like that's what I say all the time I just had I just had to be in media in the 21st century when being in media or loving um, it, being in doing anything that's media related requires you to get into social media why wasn't i born in like the 90s bruh i could just be a content creator who focuses on content not on social and bloody media and have some no but this is why we're gonna get her because i think she's she, she'll help us whenever oh yes that's what, that's, that, that's what gonna she'll, have, you. she'll handle that for us because none of us want to do that shit. i hate it oh my god i hate it like I think, wait, wait, wait. See, let me, can I ask you? Yeah. Is it? Is it? Is it? Because from from my from my st- standpoint, right? It's annoying for me to create this and then need to market this. That's annoying. Oh my God. I hate I hate marketing my own things as well. I get yeah, that. Yeah, I hate it. I hate, I don't like. I hate that. having like, to yo, tell people that you like, go listen to my shit. My no, thing. bro. Yeah. Jesus Christ! If you want to listen to, if you don't, don't, nigga. <laughs> If you want to do it and if you don't don't but like the fact that i need to come and tell you no bro uh, yeah i barely promote the things that i work on like i'm comfortable promoting other people's things um i just think like i just feel very iffy about promoting my own stuff like it it seems cringe 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 to me (laughs) but it shouldn't be i think we just already if you're like comfortable with speaking on a podcast and like just chatting like what yeah like that's bigger than promoting your shit on social media don't you think true because the whole point of what you're doing is to share it with the world true Mm -hmm. otherwise it's redundant like otherwise you guys should just call each other on the phone and chat word (laughs) word (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but you're doing this conversation yeah talk. you're doing this with the aim of sharing it with people then why is sharing it with people giving you so much anxiety someone said to me you should be comfortable with growing in public and growing in public shouldn't be scary it should oh, be about learning scary. Yeah, for, 
Damn. Yeah, it's about learning. These consumers is tough. But also, like, you will find your audience, guys. Like, as much as there will be one person who, like, oh, shit, their podcast is shit, and I will never listen to it again. Don't listen to it. They just talk shit and whatever. Um, someone else will be like, I actually enjoy that. Like, I mean, how it's like, long? It's like, 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 I have a fan in Norway. He always listens to my shit. I'm assuming it's a nigga. Damn, man, that's crazy. Like, we're fans all over the world. Yes, the base might be African, but that's crazy to us. Yeah. And like the It was so shocking when we found that out. There's a guy in Germany who listened. Yo, buddy. Yo, man, shout out. Because I, I imagine you listen to this too. Shout out. And it's love oh, and life. Um, um, it's a beautiful what's experience, what's man. It's what a beautiful what experience. What's that thing that we. What was that? Oh, um, yeah. What do we. Subscribe? Yes. Oh yes, please yeah. guys uh, subscribe, follow us. Um, oh, and please do that. <laughs> yeah, we only re- for whoever this. We only recently started checking our email. We apologize, man. Um, yeah. Oh yes, and if you and please, if you want to give feedback, <laughs> you can use our email. Um, for if we had not answered you on our email, we apologize. We are now going to make sure that we do we do it. We did try to answer those we had over there, but I understand how it can just seem crazy if niggas answer your email after five weeks. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's but how it was. Thank you, thank you very much for reaching out. Please do continue. Um, do give feedback if you're joining us for the first time. We hope. Welcome to the family. We hope you're going to be with us um, on this audio adventure. See ya once again. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you will also give us feedback as like a podcast person. Um, Do give us tips now and then. um, You know, we value your opinion. And thank you for giving us your time. I'm just just a young girl. I'm just a small girl from a small world in a small country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck I not here with that modesty. Look at No man, but thank you guys for having me. This was fun. And you know what? I oh no. I was about to lie. I was going to say this is my first um podcast guest feature. It isn't my first, but it's my second. Okay. And this was hella fun. And um, oh. yeah, you guys are doing amazing. Keep going, honestly. We need more of this in this country. So yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. And we just out. hope we only hope to inspire more people to do it. We only hope to inspire um, a whole generation. The community needs to grow. Yeah, who will find their voice? Who will inspire change um, through the space? Let's talk, man. Let's talk more and change things. Six. Please take us away with your song of the week. Um, my song of the week is by Mac Miller, and it's I called love Woods. Mac yeah, oh, I've, been, I've been having a Mac R. Miller R. day. R.I.P. to the Bay. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, man, that's yeah, man. Uh, today was today for me. I have Mac Miller Day a couple of days in the year, and today was like Mac Miller Day. So where were you guys when you found out Mac Miller passed away? Random question. Do you remember? Where was I? I think we were, I was. I hadn't left yet. When did he? When did he pass away? Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, I was still at the crib. Yeah. I hadn't left yet. Yeah, um, man, I remember. Was, I was in bed. I just woken up and I opened my phone. I remember it was in the morning. I wake up really early, around half past four or five. I'm up. Um, it is one of those. I, it's crazy and it fucks up your entire day when you wake up to news like that in the morning. 
And yeah. I didn't want to uh, believe yeah. it. Not with Mac. I didn't want to yeah, believe it. I didn't want to believe it also. The way yeah. it was, it was like, ah, one of those. When I first, you know, yeah, like, when ah, I, first saw it, I like, really nah, wasn't denial. No way. I really wasn't denial with Mac. But then, yeah. but then, but then you start seeing you start seeing so many celebrities just say shit about it, and they were like, "Oh, damn, this is a reality. Like it actually happened." And it sucked, man. Like I, yo, it sucked. Man. I'm, I'm a big fan, still a big fan. Will always be a fan. And yeah, man, rest in peace to the dude, man. Rest in peace to the dude. Where yeah, were you? That's my jam. I was. I just come out of class. I remember. I think it was even like a Friday or something. And I'd come out of class and I was going drinking. <laughs> like any person does on a normal Friday. Please mm-hmm. don't judge me. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, of course. Hey, Queen, do your hey. thing. You know? <laughs> do your thing. <laughs> I, I peeped that silence. I was like, hmm, seems judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> this is a safe space. You ain't gonna safe have space. to worry. Like, do your thing, buddy. Yeah, and yeah, we're very low on the chat. <laughs> yeah. And I decided to go drink with a purpose because my heart was sore. Mm. But yeah, it was a sad day. Yeah, that was a sad day. That was oh, a sad man, day. Mac, it, it, was, it was so sad, man. And, um, you know, the story came out a few a few months ago of the guy being arrested and the reason behind Mac's death. This thing is just said. The, the fentanyl shit. The fentanyl shit. Going crazy in America, man. If 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 you yeah. listen to this in America, and we we found out that we have um and uh, actually a number of people there, man. Please make sure if you're taking your weed, just make sure. Just it's make sure weed. that it's 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 weed, buddy. Because it doesn't take that much of fentanyl to actually kill you. It's a very small dosage, or rather, it looks small. It seems probably un- inconsequential. In fact, I imagine that you might not even be able to to pay attention to the fact that it's fentanyl if you're not an avid weed smoker even you might just do it occasionally no, but also see what you said to me is you become very aware of whiteness so I think um, and I assume reckon, that the people that are listening to this are black are black I think you already know what you faced out there buddy and um, hear you young man just, just don't lie like to that. yourself don't lie to yourself don't take the wrong weed please anyways six anyway yeah Mac. um thank you for joining us once again love and life strength and power have a great week do less Peace. for men what <laughs> what did you no. just <laughs> <laughs>
never slip, I never fall I try to tell you about a better life you get involved Big or small, it's been my fault I keep it safe, it's in the vault Blindfolded, keep it going till we hit a wall Yeah, I'm never going through the motions I'm just trying to lay your body down slowly We can only go up We can only go up Do I 